You're listening to The Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Charity Craig. I have had a messy life, but through the mess, I've discovered how to live an abundant life. Now, it's my turn to help you overcome your fears and discover your dreams. I'm going to challenge the way you think about yourself, others, and God. Life is way too short not to live abundantly. Are you ready? Let's pursue an abundant life. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Pursuit Podcast. I am so happy you're here. I don't believe anything in life is an accident. So you being here, me being here, I believe it's a divine encounter. Today, I want to talk about a book I read uh, over the last few months. It's kind of been one of those books that I've been I've read in little small chunks, but it's a book called The Five Regrets of the Dying. So I wanted to just take some nuggets that I've pulled from this book and share with you so that you too can take a moment, take a step back and hear from the people that are spending their last few weeks and months at the end of their life reflecting on their life. And it's from these deathbeds that they have shared their regrets in their life. And hopefully you and I can take this from these people and apply it to ourselves. It will cause us to kind of wake up and look around and see how we are living. Are we living in a way that when we're laying on our deathbed sharing our life, will we have these regrets? I sure hope not. I sure hope I don't. This book was written by Bronnie Ware. She was someone who kind of just on her life journey, it evolved into where she became a hospice care worker. She didn't intentionally go this route. She's kind of like a nomad spirit. She really never wanted to be tied down to one job um, or home. You know, she was just very much just a free spirit. Well, it just so happened that in her, you know, living off the land kind of thing. She was living out of her car and just really living this free lifestyle. She still had to make money. And so she actually was invited in to care for someone in their last few months at home before they passed. They were terminally ill. And would she care for them? She could live in the home and, you know, all of her expenses would be paid. But they just, she, they, this family really just needed someone to be there to care for this person and so that the family could continue to live their lives. But then they know this family member was being cared for. Bronnie actually found this a very life-giving. What she found is once people began to face their death, they began to reflect and they began to open up they begin to take down all the guards and there's nothing to hide anymore. And they really begin to look back on their lives and think, did I live the life I wanted to live? And she found that there were some common threads in their stories. 
they all kind of came back to the same five regrets. And so she tells these stories of these people and how they've come to this place. And so I quickly want to just go through these five regrets and bring awareness so that when we're in our life right here, right now, we can think about these things. So the first regret that she found was actually the most common and it brings the most frustration in people because they realize it's too late. That first one is, I wish I had the courage to live the life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. You know, we really are products of our environment, whether it's our families, society, we've kind of been structured into this set of rules, right? Like, do this to be happy, do this to be fulfilled. And we, without even realizing it or knowing that what we're doing, we begin to form our life according to other standards, whether that's other people or society, because it's what we think we should do. Vision from Mind Valley, he calls these brules, which are BS rules that we live by because we think this is what we need to do, right? And one of the examples he gives is you have to go to college to have a good career, right? So for m- so many people and so many years, they buy into this rule that in order to have a really good and successful career, you need to go to college. And he calls this a brule. Like, there's plenty of people in the world who have not gone to college and who have been happy and have a great career. The second regret that people have is, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. She says, we spend so much time making plans for the future often depending on things happening at a later date to assure our happiness or assuming we have all the time in the world when all we ever have is our life today. You know, we do, we spend so much of our time looking to the future, right? One day I'll be happy when. And we work so hard for that distant destination in our life that we never really stop and we never really live in the moment. So her patient John was telling his story about how he had worked so hard and he did it with good intentions, right? He wanted to support his wife and his kids and provide this amazing life for them. But at the end, he said, there's nothing wrong with loving your work and wanting to apply yourself to it. But there is so much more to life. Balance is what is important. Maintaining balance. And she goes on to talk about how to live with intention and to live with simplicity in any given moment. You know, we can get caught up always looking to the future for something to fulfill us when all we really have The only day we've been promised is today, right here, right now. So don't work so hard for a future happiness that you miss out on the beauty of this moment. The third regret that people have on their deathbed is I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. 
You know, as children, we shared and lived openly. We were not afraid to express ourselves and be who we were. But as adults, society has really taught us uh, to be very insular and apart. But if we once knew this as children, how to express our feelings and be very open and be vulnerable with other people, we can find our way back to this place again. Because when we're not truly expressing ourselves, we stay detached from others and we aren't really able to live this full and abundant life. The fourth regret of the dying is I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. All right, I have to tell you, this is really a tough one for me because I think, you know, Matt and I, we've moved to Florida with our family and we have friends from our past and we have friends all over the country. And you know how life is. You kind of keep moving on and you get busy, you get distracted and you don't always stay close touch with friends and family. And so this has been one to really cause me to stop and pause and take a look at the life that I'm living. So she tells about Doris, who was living in a nursing home. And when she showed up, Doris was so sweet. And as soon as Bronnie came in and just gave her a little bit of attention, she just began to cry. And Bronnie, you know, was like, what's going on? Is everything okay? And she just said, I'm sorry, I'm just being so silly. It's been months since I've really sat and talked to anyone. And she really began to share just the loneliness that she felt. And, you know, her children had moved and moved off and were living their lives and really building their own life and life kind of got in the way for them and they got busy. And I really do believe this pandemic has caused us to stop and pause and really see how important and how vital it is to have each other in our lives. You know, I've heard so many stories popping up about people just feeling so completely and utterly lonely during this time, separated and alone. This isn't meant for us to feel guilty and ashamed, right, for how we've been up to this point, any relationships that have gotten away from us because of life. This is one of moving forward with no regrets forgiving ourselves and giving us ourselves space to kind of become more aware and moving forward and and creating a new space. And if those relationships that you have allowed to slip away in the past, if they're meant to be, they can come back around. And the fifth regret of the dying is that I wish I'd let myself be happier. So she talks about Rosemary and Rosemary just kind of had life had just hardened her heart. You know, she had married really young and she lived according to society's expectations. She had an amazing career and was this powerful executive. But in her relationship, in her marriage, there was a lot of physical and mental abuse. And after one of a beating that left her really close to death, she decided to leave her husband. 
but this created a family scandal and so she had to move away to a new city to have a fresh start and because she had created this life of being very powerful that she sort of created this environment for herself where nothing and no one ever seemed to make her happy and one day she asked Bronnie why are you always so happy and Bronnie replied to her because happiness is a choice it was later on you know Rosemary had took that and let it mull around inside and later she said you know I don't think I ever believed that I deserved to be happy. Life is really hard, but we get the choice as to how we're going to live that life. And no matter how many times life has given us reasons to believe that we don't deserve it, we deserve to be happy. And once again, not looking to the future for some far off happiness Happiness is right now. You get to choose to find happiness. And really, like Bronnie says, life is about beautiful moments of purity. Those small moments. So starting today, begin by forgiving yourself. If any of these sort of bring up something and makes you feel regret or longing for the past to be changed. There's nothing we can do to change the past. We just have to let it go because your life has brought you to this point. Not one of the things that have happened in your life is a mistake because it's brought you here. They've been lessons that have taught you and brought you to this point. So moving forward, begin to live with intention. Open yourself up and believe that you do deserve happiness. Stay connected with the world and the people around you. I want to leave you with some parting words from Bronnie. The last few paragraphs of her book read, Each of the regrets shared from the bedsides of those now dearly departed people takes courage and love to conquer. But the choice is ours. Like a light that wants to shine brightly and cheerfully, we have a guidance within that leads us through one step at a time. Be who you are. Find balance. Speak honestly. Value those you love and allow yourself to be happy. If you do this, you will not only be honoring yourself, but all those who despaired in their final weeks for not having had the courage to do so. The choice is yours. Your life is your own. When challenges are thrown your way and you are wondering how on earth it will all come together, how you will find peace about a particular relationship, when the contacts you need will arrive, and how you will find the money to make something happen, just remember that what your heart wants, you want too. You just have to get out of the way sometimes. Take what action you can and then let go. Stand tall. Take a deep and loving breath and walk on. Being proud of who you already are. Have full faith and confidence you deserve it, that your prayers have been heard and are already on the way to you and simply remember one little phrase smile and know just smile
and know. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. It's a tough one. We don't like to think about the end of our life, but this is a gift that we've been given, a reminder from those who have lived before us and who are able to share their lessons learned. So hopefully you'll be able to take these lessons and apply them to your life. And I know you're going to do amazing things with your life. You're a gift that the world needs. Would you do a favor for me? Would you share this episode with someone that you care about? Let them know that you're thinking about them. And if you haven't already, would you leave a review of this podcast? It helps get the word out to as many people as possible. But until then, you keep living an abundant life with no regrets.